On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers. With my busy life, I use shipped same-day delivery to keep up. When I need a jar of extra creamy peanut butter delivered, I know my personal shopper Amber will come through. And if it's not on the shelf, she asks them to check the back. Shipped. Delight in every delivery. Learn more at shipped.com. Hello, lovers. I hope you're having a fantastic Tuesday. I'm Kila Party, the host of Crocheting Worlds, the podcast. And guess what? You're listening to Crocheting Worlds, the podcast, episode four. So I don't know about you guys, but today has been a very, 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 two more varies, one more very, last very, lazy day. Today, I literally did nothing productive. I was just, I don't even know. I was just so lazy and I don't even know why. It's just that quarantine life, I guess. But before we start today's podcast and really get into it, I have two very important things to say. One of them is that today's podcast is a continuation from last week's podcast, Crocheting on Social Media. And basically, last week we talked about what it's like crocheting on social media, the community, and how to do it. And I also wanted to talk about how to grow a platform as a crocheter, but I didn't quite get the time to record it. So I said I would record it in today's podcast, which I am today. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, I suggest you listen to that episode first and then come back and listen to this one because it's basically a part two, just not labeled as a part two. The second thing is that today's podcast is not just limited to crocheters. Yes, and the title, it does say for crocheters, but there's a reason that's in parentheses. It's because today's tips can really be put into any niche you do. So whether you do dancing or you do skating or you do baking, you can really incorporate these tips into any of your niches. The only reason I put crochet there in the title is because I am a crocheter, so all of my like real life examples and things like that and like my experiences are going to be based off crocheting because that's what I do that's what I post it's what I live for so I just put the crochet there you know because there is some truth to that but these tips can really be helpful for whatever niche you're in so for this week's podcast we're kind of going to be following the same outline as we did in last week's podcast and basically what I mean by that is we're going to start with one social media app really dive into it, get to know everything there is about it, and then move on to the next one. I'm not going to jump around from one and then go to a different one and then keep coming back and forth because that's way too confusing for you guys and for me. So I'm going to start with one, really get into it, and then once I'm done with that one, I'll go to the next one. And it also kind of works in your favor because let's say I'm talking about TikTok or Pinterest, but you don't want to do social media on that one. That means you can really just skip to the social media app that you want to do. So today I'm only going to be talking about three social media apps, and those are Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest. 
The reason I'm only talking about those three is because those are really the only three that I use. So when I talk about growing a platform, I'm using a lot of my experiences and I can't really give you guys tips on something that I haven't experienced yet. So maybe in the future, if I do YouTube or I do Twitch for my crocheting, then I'll definitely make a podcast then. So let's go ahead and start with Instagram. Instagram is like a puzzle. And if you think about it, every social media app is like a puzzle. Now, this is not your normal 50 or 100 piece puzzle. This is a puzzle that keeps taking away pieces and adding pieces. So if you haven't guessed what I'm talking about, I'm referencing to the algorithm. Now the algorithm for a lot of social media apps are always changing, just like a puzzle. Right when you get your strategy on how you're going to solve it, the algorithm is gonna take away 30 pieces and add another 40. And you have to figure out where to put those new puzzle pieces. So you're probably wondering, how can I grow if the algorithm is always changing? What I suggest then is to always be watching YouTube videos about the new algorithm update. I always do this and you don't have to watch a ton. You only need to watch one. Just find one YouTuber who you really like and just wait for them to release theirs. Now the algorithm for Instagram doesn't change that much. And when they do, they only change like one thing. So you don't have to like change your whole strategy up. You really just have to make that one adjustment and then you're good. So it all really starts on your main page. And what's the first thing on your main page? Your username. Now usernames play a very important role on really any social media app, but especially on Instagram. On Instagram, if you search up somebody's username, but you spell it wrong, their profile is most likely not gonna pop up. So that's why you want to have a username that is memorable. So that's meaning don't use a username that has too many words. Don't have a username that has a lot of uppercases and a lot of lowercases. And don't have a username that has a lot of punctuation, like dots and underscores and exclamation marks and periods and all of those things. Because when this happens, it's going to be really difficult for somebody to find your account. So let's say, for example, I have a friend who loves to bake. It's her passion. She bakes all things, meringue pies, cakes, cookies, brownies, all the other fancy stuff that I don't know the names of because I'm not fancy like that. But let's say they do all of that. And let's say one day I found a really good person who bakes cakes on Instagram. So the next day in school, I'm like, hey, friend, I found this person's Instagram account who bakes really good cakes. Here's their username. Now, here comes the important part. Let's say their username was bake to cake. That's really easy to remember and it even rhymes. So I would say their username is bake to cake. But let's say their username was b.a.k.e.underscore.two.underscore.k.a.c.k.e. Like who is going to remember that? I'd be like, their username is, oh, um, it, it was like bake, never mind, I can't remember, and you just lost one follower right there, and that scenario would play out for many different people, causing you to lose so many followers who could have been really good potential followers. So when it comes to picking a username, you either want to do your own name, something that is memorable, or something catchy, or something that rhymes. And I know a lot of you guys are like, well, I don't want to use my name and I don't have a business like you do, Caleb, so I can't put crocheting world. So what can I do? Well, you can also put a nickname or just whatever you want people to call you. Like, for example, Chase Hudson, a member of the Hype House, 
has his username as Lil Huddy. Now, everyone knows that he is Lil Huddy because he's grown his platform and his username has always been Lil Huddy. But let's say his username was like user1239567. Nobody would remember that and he wouldn't have as many followers as he did today. So you just want to keep it short and sweet. Now, next to your username is your what? Your profile picture. Now, I haven't seen any data that shows that your profile picture plays a huge part in keeping, gaining, or losing followers, but I do think having a profile picture is a nice little thing to have just to like hint to your new followers what your page is about. So for example, let's say you do memes on politics. So you could do the Bernie Sanders inauguration meme when he was wearing his knitted mittens. Now that meme has been going crazy. So if you put that as your profile picture and you specialize in politic memes, it just really tells your followers what you're going to be talking about on your page. So once you have the username, once you have the profile picture, what's, what's next? It's not the photos yet. Now we have our bio. Now bios don't have to be an important part on your page but they can be if you want it to so if you're a small business and you sell crochet items like i do you would probably put your release date on there or you would say just released a new crocheting pattern here is the link or something like that but if people don't look at your bio and no one can look at your crocheting patterns so how can we get people to look at our bios well, let's just do what every other social media app does and use light, bright, neon icons, or for us, emojis. It has been proven that a lot of social media apps purposely use bright neon colors as their icons to draw your eye to their app and click on it. Open your phone right now. What's the first app that catches your eye? Does it have a bright color icon? If you're saying no, I'm surprised, but if you're saying yes, that's what we need to do for our bios. So because we can't put an app icon in our bio, let's put emojis. Emojis are really good for your bios because they draw people's eyes and they can be used for organization. One thing many people don't like is seeing a long, chunky paragraph on someone's bio. People usually go on Instagram right after they get out of school, right after they get out of work, right after they just finish working out, and they just don't have the energy to read a whole chunky paragraph. You have to treat your bio like it's a PowerPoint slide. Put a little bullet dot or use your emoji as a bullet dot, write a little thing and something like that. One thing I suggest you do is go on 20 different Instagram pages and look at their bios and take notes. Say, how do they do theirs and what is their following? One thing you may notice is that a lot of verified people who are influencers and celebrities don't really decorate their bio to draw someone's eye because people are already talking about them 24 7 and are already going on their profile so they don't have a need for people to go on their bio they just have to post a picture and it's going to get a million likes and whatever they want to tell people that they would put in their bio they'll just put in the caption of their picture but because we're not all fortunate to have that many followers we got to do everything we can to get people to read our bio now after the bio we finally get to go to our photos but not just our photos, but our grid. Now, especially for crocheters, your grid plays a very important part. Now, I talked about this in the last episode, so I won't get too deep into it, but people love to see organized grids, especially for crocheters. Your grid is going to tell people what you crochet, what colors you use a lot of, 
and just things like that. So if your grid is really messy, they may not want to follow you. So when it comes to posting on Instagram, it really is up to you. I'm not going to tell you how to post one way and don't let anyone really tell you how to post because do your own creativity and just really show everyone what you are and what you like to do. If I say post dark colors, but you're all about light and popping colors, then it's not really going to show out the best parts of you. It's just going to show dark photos that you're not really enthusiastic about and people are going to see that in your work. So post something that you're enthusiastic about and people will start to see that you are loving what you do. Now for hashtags, if you're doing a post, like a regular post on your grid, you want to put up to 30 hashtags in the comments. Now all 30 hashtags can be in one comment, but the one thing you need to do is use all 30 of those hashtags. Don't just use 5, don't just use 10, don't just use 15, and don't use 29. Use all 30. And one thing that I see a lot of people do is every month, they'll go ahead and change all 30 with a new 30 hashtag so their post can pop up on new hashtags and on new people's feeds. And it helps your post get put on new people's explorer page. Now, my last thing for Instagram is a huge secret that you need to do now. This secret is going to tell you how to grow really fast on Instagram. And it's one word. Wait, it's actually two words. Okay, it's two words. Instagram Reels. That's right. That new TikTok thing Instagram just made is going to grow your account like crazy. Have you ever seen that on TikTok, one person will post a random video and it somehow gets a million likes? Well, it's the same thing for Instagram. Instagram Reels are just like TikTok in so many ways. The recording process is the same. The people's feeds it goes on is the same, the creativity is the same, and the opportunity to grow a following is also the same. I posted a strawberry cow reel on my Instagram reel and that video alone got me 2,000 followers. So you have to hop on to Instagram reels. And for your hashtags, you're actually going to put your hashtags in your caption. Put your caption, skip a couple lines, and then write your hashtags all out there. I don't know why, but it's been proven that hashtags are better to be in your Instagram Reels captions. Now, here's the most important part. Instagram is trying to train people to go to the Reels instead of going to their grid. Now, if you know that when you go to your grid, you see all your posts, right? Well, Instagram wants to make it so you go to the grid to see the post and you go to your Reels section to see all your Reels. So what you want to do is post your Reels to your grid And then once you post it, remove it off of your grid. I don't know why, but it works. Just try it and see if you see a difference. Now let's talk about growing on TikTok. So growing on TikTok is so much easier than it is to grow on Instagram. It's like 80% easier and you have the potential to go viral so many times. So when it comes to growing on TikTok, there are a couple things you want to do. And we're going to kind of go through it the same way as we did for Instagram. So the first thing is your username and your profile picture. It's basically the same thing. Make sure it's memorable. It's not too hard to search up and make sure your profile picture is something that kind of relates to your account. Now for your bio, if you're not going to write something important there, then write a little corny pun. People love corny jokes in people's TikTok bios. I don't know why, but that's actually the one time somebody appreciates a corny joke. And these corny jokes could be like, no bio yet, insert bio here, 
live life, laugh musically or something like that. Just something that's fun, short, and makes people want to laugh. Now it's time to talk about growing a platform. So it's kind of like this for Instagram too, but TikTok is all about consistency. Now for Instagram, you really only need to post once every other day or every two days. But for TikTok, they want you posting at least three times a day. Now you're probably saying, hold up. Did you just say three times a day? You said one, two, three, three videos a day. Unfortunately, I did. Now, if you can produce three videos a day, then go ahead and do it because people love to see new content. But if you can't produce that much content to post every single day, then you can always repost videos and try to post at least once a day. Now, I try to post every single day, but unfortunately I'm really busy with work and school, so I try my best to post at least every other day. Now, while that's not a lot at all, it's at least something and it's consistent posting every other day so my followers know to come back to my account every other day. But in the end, it really just takes time to figure out what your schedule is of posting. And this can be for any social media app. You have to find your own schedule. And at first, it will be probably a rocky start. But over time, you can just get that really consistent posting down. Oh my gosh, we didn't talk about the For You page yet. Okay, so when you first go on TikTok, you see all of these random videos, right? Well, that's called the For You page. The For You page is basically a algorithm-based set of videos that are personalized to your interest and your likings. So if you love to bake and you watch baking videos a lot, then you'll see a lot of baking videos on your For You page. For me, I love to watch like singing TikTok videos and like funny TikTok videos and a lot of crocheting and small business TikTok videos. So those four niches are usually the four things that are on my For You page. But for you, it could be cars or dancing or whatever you're into. So everyone's goal is to get onto the For You page. And why is this? Getting on the For You page is what's going to get your video to blow up, go viral, and get you thousands of followers. So to go on the For You page, you have to do a couple of things. One of them is for a video to have a high watch time. So TikTok videos are usually about 15 seconds. So you want your watch time to be as close to 15 seconds as you can. And if you're wondering, what is a watch time? Basically, you can go to your analytics for that one video and basically see what the average time is for every person watching it. So let's say everyone only watched the first half of the video. Then your watch time would be around 7 seconds. But let's say everybody watched basically the full video then your watch time would be around 13 to 14 seconds. Now, if your watch time is over 15 seconds, but you only have a 15 second video, it's not a glitch. This is actually a very good thing. This means people are watching your video multiple times, which is gonna get your video pushed out to the For You page even faster. So how do you get a large watch time? So to get a high watch time, you have to draw in your viewer and then reveal something, basically rewarding them for watching the whole video at the end of the video. So for me, I start off my video showing my yarn, I show me crocheting it, and at the end of the video, I reward them by showing the finished product. And if they waited to the end of the video to see the finished product, then I just got a full 15 seconds of watch time. So let's say you do magic. Show the magic trick, and at the end of the video, reveal the answer, tricking them with your magic. That is basically your reward. Another way to have a high watch time is to have good quality videos. So 
if your video is really blurry because it's focused on, let's say, the wall instead of you, or it's really dark so nobody can see what you're doing, or let's say you're singing, but your phone is so far away from you that nobody can hear what you're singing, and all they can hear is just the AC in your house. That is going to get you a super low watch time and maybe even get you shadow banned. Your videos need to be clear, the audio needs to be good, and they have to be interesting. Now you may be saying to yourself, I'm not interesting. Well, you just have to find out what you do that other people like to watch. And people will watch anything, so you really just have to be yourself on camera. Now one thing that I heard works really well for people is using about four hashtags. Now these can't just be any four random hashtags, but they have to be two hashtags that relate to your video. So if I'm crocheting, maybe I'll put hashtag crocheting and hashtag plushie because it's a crochet plushie. Or let's say I crochet a sweater. So I'll put hashtag crochet, hashtag sweater, and then two trending hashtags. So to find the trending hashtags, you're basically gonna open the TikTok app, click the discover button that has a magnifying glass icon on it, and here you're going to scroll and you're going to see all the trending hashtags. So for today, it's hashtag TikTok tutorial with 2.9 billion views, hashtag not a perfect person with 15.2 million views, so on, so on, so on. And there's so many trending hashtags. So I relate that you pick two of them that are relating to your niche and then two that are trending. Now, what happens to the video after you put the hashtag? So if you put hashtag crochet or hashtag crocheting, your video is going to pop up on a lot of people's accounts who like to crochet. And all those crocheters are going to go ahead and follow you. Now let's say you put a trending hashtag. A trending hashtag is just going to put you on random for you pages, finding new people to follow you to. So in the end, it's going to bring you a big diversity of followers who all enjoy your videos. So that's basically it for TikTok. And there's really only so much you have to do to get on the For You page. It's not that hard. You just really have to be consistent. It's kind of like a school system. You know, if you if you are consistent in your homework and you keep getting A's and B's at the end of the quarter, you will get rewarded for getting on a roll. It's the same thing on TikTok. If you stay consistent posting, eventually you're going to get rewarded and put on the For You page. So don't get lazy. Don't give up and just keep waiting until you get on the For You page and keep working hard. Now let's talk about Pinterest. So Pinterest, you just have to be consistent. It's the same thing with any social media and people on Pinterest will watch anything. So right now, I'm not currently using Pinterest for anything. I'm just growing a following on there because when I start writing patterns and releasing patterns, I already have people who want to see them. So what I do to grow my Pinterest is Every time I upload a TikTok video or an Instagram video, I will always upload it to my Pinterest and, you know, put whatever label you want. You get to pick up the 10 hashtags, so make sure you use all 10 hashtags and you even get to put a link. Now, here's where the important part comes. If you don't have like a business or anything you want to put in that link, go ahead and link your social media because believe it or not, posts can also go viral on Pinterest. I had the same video, my strawberry cow video, go viral on TikTok first, then I put it on Instagram, and it went viral on Instagram, then I put it on Pinterest, and then it went viral on Pinterest. So you have to upload the same post to every social media platform because you never know which one it's going to go viral on. 
and sometimes I'll upload a video to TikTok and it does really bad, but then I'll put it on Instagram and it gets so many more likes. And sometimes I'll post a photo on Instagram and it doesn't get many likes, but then I'll put it on Pinterest and it gets so many saves. So you never know which one is going to be the best for you, so you have to use all three. So in the end, you need consistency to grow on Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest, and you need to never give up. Every day you have to tell yourself why you're posting, why you're doing this, why you're investing your time into social media, and will you. if you don't have a reason you're investing your time into social media for, then after a while, you're just going to give up. So you need to have a reason. One thing that really helps is getting a planner and writing out your TikTok videos for every day on that planner. This way, you don't forget your awesome ideas and you say, okay, I have to make these two today, four tomorrow, and then through the next day. And this helps you stay organized and not miss a posting. That's all for today's podcast. I'm sorry if it was a little dry. It was basically just a continue on from last week's podcast. So I basically covered all of this in last week's podcast. I just didn't get to go too deep into how to grow on social media. So I don't know if you guys could tell, but like, As this podcast went on, I started talking slower and I started stuttering a lot more, but I believe I edited most of the stuttering out already, so that's good. But I got a really bad headache halfway through this and it's just really hard to like think of all the material I prepped for this. So I'm like trying really hard to remember it and I think I covered mostly everything. I know when I'm editing this and after I post it, I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, I forgot to talk about A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and all these other things. But you know what? We'll talk about it in the future. If you guys enjoyed today's podcast, I would really hope you consider downloading this podcast episode because it really helps me so much. And while you're downloading it, please consider rating it and subscribing. Next week, I'm bringing my first guest onto my podcast, which is super exciting. And we are talking about easy crochet projects for beginners. So... I'll see you guys next week with our special guest and don't forget to crochet. Bye. life i use shipped same day delivery to keep up when i need a jar of extra creamy peanut butter delivered i know my personal shopper amber will come through and if it's not on the shelf she asks them to check the bag shipped delight in every delivery learn more at shipped.com